Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy. Back at it again. Welcome to another edition of the Record Report brought to you by the Buffalo Fanatics. Yes, sir. It's always Buffalo versus everybody. We are the number one podcast for bet. Phil, you got me saying Phil. Fan-sided, your Buffalo Bills podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got a good one tonight, man. we got a good one tonight. But before we get into Bills talk, there's a whole lot of extracurriculars we got to touch on. Deshaun Watson being one of them. we got to talk about it, right? Gronkowski retires. The One of the most uninteresting people to me. You know, there's 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 players that you know you're not a fan of. You just don't care for this player. Well, for me, that's Gronkowski. You know what I'm saying? I just don't care for anything this man does. You feel me? But ladies and gentlemen, let's have a good show tonight. Shout out to my Facebook crew watching. Salute to y'all. Shout out to the YouTube crew watching. Salute to y'all. Shout out to the Bing squad. Bing biggity. Bing. Let's go. We are back at it again. And let's turn that jam down. And let's get right to the shit. So, folks, we have a we have a good one tonight, man. Uh, we're going to be talking, um, making and breaking this season. And it's not about making and breaking if we're going to have a good season. We know we're going to have a successful season. That's not the question. What's been holding us back? What's been, you know, what I'm saying, keeping us from being great? Are a few stepping st- I mean a few stones in front of us that we got to push over move out of the way blocks if you will and these I think these points that I've, I've I've taken notes on I think if these things play in our way we not only have success in this season which I I feel is going to happen but we we get to the ultimate goal and that's hoisting the Lombardi that's the thing that's been eluding us for too damn long we're too Rich of a franchise. We're, we've been around for a long time. We're not the Jacksonville Jaguars. We're not the Carolina Panthers. You feel me? We've been around for a while. We've got a rich history. It only It is only right that you bring a Lombardi to Buffalo, right? Somebody, uh, Ray Ruth, I think, made uh, my man Ray Ruth for Toronto. My, that's my man. Uh, he's, a, he's a Patriots fan. And he said something that kind of threw me off a little bit, but it's facts. And a lot of folks don't like how Bills fans are, they, they call us cocky right now. Bills fans are cocky. They haven't won ish. But they stay talking like they have a good couple good seasons and they 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 think they're amongst the elite, right? And then they, they point to what? Where's your Super Bowl? And if you don't have one, shut your mouth. Well, he ain't he ain't he ain't wrong. And the one stat that he that he threw out there that I was kind of I kind of I was a little peeved. He's like out of out of all the ish talking that the Bills are doing and how great they are and they swept the division, guess who doesn't have a Super Bowl in the AFC East? That's right, 
the bills. So until then, be quiet. <laughs> Shit, that kind of that kind of put me in a in my spot a little bit to kind of feel, you know, say some type of way. But I didn't give a damn. I said, like, yo, we still gonna wax that ass because that's the only rebuttal you guys have. You guys haven't won a Super Bowl. Well, what have the Jets done? You know what I'm saying? What have the Dolphins done? Patriots are the only one that can say, yo, fam, we got rings and rings and rings and rings on top of rings. We get it. You know what I'm saying? But you also had one of the greatest, if not the greatest, quarterback of all time on your squad. So times are changing. But it did make me feel some type of way when my man said, hey, the Dolphins got one. The Jets got one. You feel me? Y'all are the only ones I don't got one. I was like, ooh, we. Okay. Okay. We hear you. We hear you. But anyway. Uh, I found that I, th- I found that very interesting. So um, on with the show, folks. But before we do, I got to give a shout out to everybody that's tuned in. I see a lot of Bing Squad members. Shout out to my Bing Squad members. Shout out to my man, Jeff King in the building. What up, Jeff King? That's my guy right there. We still got unfinished business to talk about, Jeff King. You know what it is. My man, Rev Rose is in the building. What up, Rev? What's happening, bro? K-Dubs, I see you. Ronald Regler, what up, Ron? Ron's in the building. I see you, Ron. Let's go. I got to give a shout out, man. This has been a while since I give a shout out to people. Where are y'all from anyway? Where are you guys coming from? Y'all are tuning into the Rico Report, but you're not dropping where you're from. Where's that? Where's the state? Where's the province? What country? What area code? Hit me up in the chat. Let me know where you come from, and we do it up. Uh, folks, I see Terrence Blanton is in the building. I see, I see you, Terrence. Terrence, I see you. Raleigh, I see you, Raleigh. D. Raleigh's in the building. I see Corey Buffalo's in the building. I'm shouting out my, my Bing Squad members. If you guys are trying to find out how to become a Bing Squad member, listen, it's very simple. Supportbf.com. Join the Bing Squad, and we'll go from there. And I'm and I'm going to be revamping Bing Squad. I, I want to revamp it because I, I've there's been such loyalty from you guys, and I feel like there needs to be more for y'all. And I'm going to try to work something out and make it that it's, it's all good for all of us. By the way, my man Ronald Rugler hates when I wear my Cubs hat. <laughs> he hates it. He basically comment every time, take that freaking hat off. I can just hear it. I don't even know what Ronald sounds like, but I assume it's something like that. But anyway, on with it. Shout out to my man. Oh, my man coming from Harlem. Harlem in the house. What's up, man? All right. Let's get to it, man. Deshaun Watson. If you guys were planning, for Deshaun Watson to be on your team, for Deshaun Watson to, to man your fantasy team, you might have to take a big pause. Because I don't know. I think you might get suspended for the year, folks. I think you might get suspended for the year. But if you were thinking of grabbing him as your dynasty quarterback, and you're thinking of putting him on your fantasy team, but you're thinking of, mm, I don't know if he's going to make it. Let me tell you something. If you have a fantasy team and you're on a dynasty team, you can make a trade. If you have him on your squad right now, get rid of him. But there's only one way to do it. You got to join a fantasy team and you got to do it doing it by dynasty. Let me show you something right dynasty here. Boy. The owner is the best way to play fantasy football. Get inside the mind of an NFL GM as you use real NFL markets and off-season moves to make your Dynasty owner team the best in the league. Download the Dynasty owner app on the App Store or Google Play today. You've never experienced fantasy football quite like this. Trade his ass. (laughs) Get rid of him because he's going to get suspended. I'm going to tell you that right now. But anyways, let's get right into it, man. Deshaun Watson, one of my favorite quarterbacks in the game, um, talent-wise. Dude, he could just sling it. He's just a good quarterback. But he's got himself in some hot water. We all know it. 
And developing news today came out that out of the 24 women that have put a case on my man, 20 of the 24 have settled. What that means is either Busby, the, the women's, the, the, the lawyer representing all these women, reached out to Deshaun Watson's camp and said, do you want this to go away or, or do you want this to continue? Because you looking terrible right now. Or did Watson's camp go out there and say, all right, man, this is enough. Let me just settle this and I, I need to get on with my life and go from there. But here's the thing. A few days back, Watson decided to take the damn podium again on the freaking mic. You dummy. Number one, you should have kept your damn mouth shut and said, if you have any questions, refer to my lawyer because I ain't answering shit. You got stuff to talk about. Let's talk about football. But this bozo decided to talk about everything that he shouldn't have been talking about. Just keep your mouth shut sometimes. Sometimes just be quiet. Nope. He decided to open his mouth and it made matters worse, in my opinion. So guess what? When he opened his mouth, the minute he opened his mouth, yo, Busby was like, yo, get him. And now he's like, okay, I made matters worse for myself. I'm just here to clear my name. Well, you didn't do a good job of that. You did not. You should have just kept your mouth shut. That's what would have been what, what would have been better for you. But nope, you opened your mouth. So guess what? You have now you now have to pay these women off, right? Now, a lot of people say, well, you're guilty if you have to settle and pay out. Isn't that what civil law is? You can't get them criminally, fine. But they they you you're you're going for money. Isn't that what the civil law civil laws for? To get money out of them. So he's gonna pay out no matter what. His thing was, I'm trying not to pay. I want to clear my name. Well, you bumped that by opening your mouth on the mic. So guess what? You're gonna pay out. Now nobody knows how much he's gonna pay out because it's confidential. But I'm sure the ladies got the bag. So guilty, not guilty. Who who knows how this plays out? I don't know. I don't know the court of law. I don't know how that works out. But is it an admission of guilt when you say, all right, let's just settle? Or is it just, let's just get it over with and done with because I'm just, it's tarnishing my, my, my career, it's tarnishing everything else? Or is it the women that are saying, I'm here to get my money and I'm getting my money right now? Let me add my name to this, to this suit. You know what I'm saying? It could, nothing could have happened, but I'm going to get involved because he, did, he said some freaky shit to me and I'm going to, I have no idea. But the point is, my man settled 20 of 24. Now there's four women left. That have that said, nah, you ain't paying me out. I don't know if they're saying they're holding up for more. I don't know how this plays out, but it's bad. It's all bad altogether. So the league says, I don't care what you did. I don't care how many cases you settled. This has no bearing on what we decide to come down on you for. So is it going to be six games? Mind you, I wonder if they take into account that he's already missed a year. I don't know if they do or not, if that has any bearing on their decision, because he's already missed a year. Right. Is that is it was that done in good faith? I have no idea where the Browns just saying, listen, man, we want nothing to do with you. We're going to we're just going to put you we're going to put you on ice and call it a day. I, I'm not exactly certain. But what I do know is he's got a lot of of uh, he's got to hire a great PR crew to turn things around for him, because right now everything everything with Deshaun's name on it is ugly. It is. It's not. I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not going front. Everything he's done prior to right when he was at when he, college days and up into the league when he's he's known as you know me one of the good guys. Now he's got to turn that thing around. And it's it's not had. It's not like it's never been done. There's guys that have been put in bad positions, but they turn their things around. How they do it by having success and staying, keep your nose clean and getting in the community. That's the only way you can do it. So maybe that's how it's going to get down. So Sean Watson, man. 
you're most likely going to get a year, another year. So that's two years away from the game. A lot of people talk about, oh, man, he's going to get rusty when he comes back, boy. It's like riding a damn bike. You know I'm saying if you could throw the rock, you could throw the rock. And you've got two years of, of no wear and tear on your body. So I think you'll be just fine. That's what they said about Michael Vick. Michael Vick's not going to be able to come out and play. And he came out and slang that thing. He wasn't the same player. Obviously, he was older, but Sean Watson still got youth on his side. So that's one thing that does stand out. But Sean Watson, man, you effed up. You effed up, big fella. And you got to fix it. So maybe this is your way of fixing things. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, so off with Deshaun Watson. On to one of my least favorite players in the NFL, Gronkowski. I... I, I got to tell you, man, I am not a fan of Gronkowski. I think he's the biggest cornball there is. I don't give a damn if he's from Buffalo or not, or Rochester, or wherever the hell he's from from Buffalo. Don't care. He is the biggest cornball there is in the league. All the stupid dancing he does, all that nonsense. And I'm not even, I'm not even, this has nothing to do with what he did to Tredavious White in the first place. I just never was a fan of this dude, man. Just not. Just not my type of dude. And every, maybe we should bring him to Buffalo. Nah. I don't care how talented that he's one of those dudes who's just like, nah, man, I, I could deal without. I could deal without. And then now top in all the nonsense that he does on the sideline. Like that just just foolishness. So he's retiring. Is he a Hall of Famer? Most, most definitely a Hall of Famer. He's one of the best to ever do it. Um, you can't deny his skill set. The, the dude's skill is, is undeniable. All right? Big boy can get downfield, can block, he does it all. So uh great great player you can't even take anything away from him. he's a difference maker um and apparently he's retiring so whether he comes out of retirement or not who knows but i think i think he's probably done done i don't think he's uh he's coming back but you just never know these days this late in the game if he's saying i'm done he's most likely done so sayonara to mr gronkowski he's most likely going to be a hall of famer is he a first ballot hall of famer that's a whole different ball game um but can't deny him He's he's one of the best to ever to get to ever step on that field. So shout out to uh to our guy or to your guy if you if you're a big fan of him, uh Gronkowski. Gronkowski. So um that being said, folks, welcome to if you guys are tuned in for the very first time, do me a favor, smash that like while you guys are in here. If you have not subscribed, subscribe to this channel. We are in the off season. Believe me when I tell you, off season is one thing. Once the season starts, this channel is lit. It is the most lit channel of all Buffalo Bills content. I'll tell you right now, it gets crazy. Game times, pre-game times, after the game time, fam, there's reaction. There's all sorts of content coming your way. So don't miss out, man. Smash that like, subscribe so you don't miss, and hit that little bell. Hit that bell so it hits you back. So that way, every time we go on, you got it. All right? So making and breaking to get into the playoffs. Making and breaking to get to the Super Bowl, because this is what it's about. This is what it's all about. How the Bills can get over the hump to get into the Super Bowl. We've been close. The last couple of years, we've been close. Divisional round, eliminated. AFC Championship game, eliminated. By who? The Chiefs. Led by Pat Mahomes, Andy Reid, Tyreek Hill. You, the, the, I could go on. You know what I'm saying? Tyron Matthews. I could go on. But things change. Things change. And I think things are changing for the better for Bills. We've recognized the things that we need to do. We've recognized, we've recognized the, 
the challenges that we face. I think we've addressed the things that we felt that needed to be addressed this year. Now it's all about putting it all together. It takes a master chef to put things together. You can get all the groceries you want. You know that. How many times have you bought something and you're about to cook something for the very first time? You've never done it before. And you do it. Sometimes it turns out magnificent. And sometimes you just forgot one ingredient or you did it, you, you cooked it for too long and you ruined that meal. Well, I feel like we have the chef in place. I feel like we have the right ingredients in place. Now it's a matter of putting it together. And it starts off, in my opinion, with a defensive front. Making and breaking this year, in my opinion, starts with a defensive front. We overhauled it. We reloaded it. We moved on from some folks. We moved on from some key people, right? We moved on from our guy, Jerry Hughes. Jerry Hughes, one of the longest tenured bills on the squad. Salute to that man. He's with the Texans right now. Salute to him. He was a big part of this defense. A very well-respected in the locker room. Respected by fans. A lot of fans liked him. But it came time where you had to go, right? Mario Addison, same with him. You had to go. We got somewhat younger on the squad, a little more explosive, a little more firepower. That's what we've needed, right? More specifically, we brought in Tim Settle, Daquan Jones, Von Miller, Jordan Phillips comes back, and so does Shaq Lawson. Here's the deal. More specifically, we reloaded on the interior defensive line. We got rid of Star Tule. He just wasn't doing it for us. I know people tried to make a case for him. They oh, don't watch out. He's coming back. No, he wasn't doing ish. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just just wasn't. Wasn't it? We tried, but that contract is what, what held us on to him. Sometimes teams have bad contracts. That was one of them. That Starla Tulek contract, ugh, nasty. And we had to take a loss on that by letting him go. But we had to hold on to him because that was a big cap hit if we would have released him a year prior. But now we've done some things that are going to streamline our way to a Super Bowl by adding Tim Settle, a very integral piece. If you talk to Commanders fans, and I'm still still getting used to saying Commanders fans, you talk to Commanders fans, you talk to people that live in the, in the Washington area, they'll tell you about Tim Settle. And Tim Settle is a guy that they would have really liked to have back, but that defensive front over there with the Commanders is pretty damn deep. Very deep. So they had no choice but to let go of a star. It, it, to me, that's going to become a star, right? He was one of those pieces where you just didn't want to let him go, but you had no choice to. But guess what? We brought him onto the squad. Tim Settle, for his career, he's got seven sacks and a, and a fumble recovery. We're going to need all of that. When I see fumble recoveries, a lot of folks just say, oh, you're just lucky you're just around. No, but here's the key thing, around. You have to be around the ball. You have to be around the play. You've got to be around the quarterback, right? Around the ball carrier for you to be in the right position. You're going to be chasing your motor. Got It has to be hot. You've got to be able to get after it. And if that ball comes slipping and sliding and poked out and you're right where you're supposed to be, fumble recovery. And my man's got seven sacks for his career and one fumble recovery. That's Tim Settle. We're looking for big things from Tim Settle. I'm going to name another player. I'm going to go back to those two. Daquan Jones. 
what he's got eight years in the he's got eight years of service in the game in the game right now tennessee most of it's been with tennessee he's got 10 sacks and two fumble recoveries and we already know what his game is about hold up that pocket right you're not going to push me around i'm an anchor so you got tim settle and you got daquan jones those are two big pieces that you add to the interior line guess what we got gashed we got gashed by the patriots we got gashed by the colts with their run game anybody that has a prominent enough run game is it, it has been problematic for the bills we just don't do well in stopping star backs and i didn't even mention king henry so we bring in those two guys to shore up that middle that's make that's making this yo if we don't if we don't get our shit together when it comes to the interior line forget about it we're just gonna have every running back run all over us this is what makes or breaks us to get to the super bowl by shoring up that middle do not let anybody try to run up and and bully your ass in the trenches because that's what it comes down to while you guys are here i need you to i need you to follow listen pay attention to this young lady this beautiful young woman right now she's telling you what to do and you better listen smash that like smash that like and let me keep this fire going for y'all here it goes Daquan Jones, Tim Settle. Then we bring in Von Miller. Von Miller just last year, nine and a half sacks, one forced fumble, and for his career, he's got 115.5 sacks. The dude is a sack artist. And the beautiful thing about it is, and I've said this multiple times, multiple times, they didn't just bring Von Miller to get after the quarterback. No, sir. You'd be mistaken. They brought in Von Miller. For him to teach. You know what I'm saying? To teach. And, and I'm going to reverse the roles. Mike, Michael Jordan used to, whenever he used to go one-on-one with these young cats, you know what I'm saying? I got I to give a shout out to Mike Jordan. I mean, wifey's a Mike. She's a Michael Jordan fan. I'm a, I'm a Kobe guy. But I mean, they're one in the same, in my opinion. Anyway. So, he'd be playing one-on-one. And he'd say, you reach, I teach. You reach for that ball, man. I'm a, you want to learn a lesson. You will learn a lesson. In this way, I'm reversing it. You reach, I teach. That's what Von Miller's saying. Reach out. If you want to learn, you want to learn the nuances of this of this game and how I've been successful, reach out and I'll teach. You better keep up. And that's I think this is the main reason why we brought this man to Buffalo. Teach these youngins, get as most as you can out of Von Miller while he still performs. Fam, the sky's the limit. Especially when we have a moldable player in, in, excuse me, in Greg Rousseau, a moldable player in Boogie Basham. You got a, a moldable player in Ed Oliver. We've got some AJ Epinesa. We've got some young pieces on this team that could, that could learn a lot. So you reach, I teach. That's the way, that's the way I look at it, right? So Von Miller, nine and a half sacks, 115 sacks in his career with one force fumble. That was just last year, nine and a half sacks. And he was a menace. When it came into the playoffs, two key plays from Von Miller himself is what propelled this team to a championship. Being in the right place at the right time, that is Von Miller. So imagine him teaching those things up to the young bucks. Come on now, let's keep pushing it. Jordan Phillips. Jordan Phillips returns to Buffalo. The last time Jordan Phillips donned a Buffalo jersey, my man had nine, what, nine and a half sacks. He was pushing for that deal. And he did. He got a huge deal with the Arizona Cardinals. 
And while he went to Arizona Cardinals, he didn't have the success that he had in his last year of Buffalo. But you're in a contract year. We all know how that plays out. Don't believe, don't don't play dumb. We know how that plays out. You push as hard as you can to get that money, and he did. Now, in his two years with the Arizona Cardinals, he had five sacks with a combined of 33 tackles. I'm not expecting my defensive tackle to have a whole bunch of tackles. He did get after the quarterback. Did he have the year he had with Buffalo? No. But sometimes familiar surroundings, familiar coaching can kind of bring that back out of you. And you've got, you're surrounded by talent. You're surrounded by talent. Now, I'm not a fan of the whole rotation. You in, you're out, you're in, you come in, you come out. There's no rhythm. But I under, I also understand that we're sitting here with a bevy of, of pass rushers on the squad, a bevy of defenders on the squad that could get after it. So it's going to take internal motivation. If you're not in, you're taking your mental reps. When you get in, you better make the most of your situation because four or five plays later, somebody else is coming to return and get in that game. Do what you have to do to make your plays and make them count. So, Jordan Phillips, welcome back. We have a stack. We have a stack D line. We'll see how that plays out. And last but not least, we got Shaq Lawson. And I'm only mentioning the new additions, the newer additions to, to the squad right now. Shaq Lawson, 21, 21.5 sacks for his career. He's bounced around the last, what, couple years now, but I, he's back home where we originally brought him. Some people feel that Shaq Lawson might be the X factor. Could he? It's possible. We'll find out. Shaq Lawson is one of those guys that does it all, right? He's a force fumble guy. He's a fumble recovery guy. He's a, he's a pass rusher-ish. He's not a strong pass rusher, but what he does well is set the edge and, and get after the run. So that's one of those things that we are going to need because if we stifle these running teams, because we face a, quite a few of them, and our first test, our first test against the Rams, Cam Akers can run. Let's not get it twisted. Cam Akers can run. Henderson on that squad can run. Those two boys can play. So we've got to make sure that we have, we, we what? Cross our T's and dot our I's and make sure that we are in the right place to have success. Period. So this D-line, this makes or breaks. That's the main potato for me. The, the, the potato, the biggest, the biggest mashed potatoes for me in this whole situation, man, the meat and potato, if you will, is this defensive line, this front, because it affects everything. It affects the run. It affects the pass. If we control the trenches, we control the rest of the freaking season and the league, and we win this whole thing. Starts with the Rams, baby. It starts with the freaking Rams. I'm telling you right now, Henderson, if y'all the tr- Henderson can play. Cam Akers can play. Comes, I don't know what kind of freak that man is that comes back from an Achilles in, what, five or six months? Insane. So we are going to have our hands full with those two running backs. Then you got Cooper Cup. You got Robinson. Higby's out there. Matt Stafford's been slinging the rock. He's, his confidence is at his up, up, is, is at his all-time high right now after a Super Bowl win. Oh, yeah. These guys are ready. You got Aaron Donald on the backside and Ramsey. These boys will be ready. But guess what? We got guns, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got guns. We got guns, too, my G. So let's, let's see what's happening, man. It's going to be a gunfight. It's going to be a gunfight. Please don't bring a knife. I'm going to tell you that right now. Moving on. And that's the defensive front. So that can make us or break us because here's what, here's what breaks us. If we just can't get into a rhythm, all this rotation, nobody's jiving, 
and there's communication is not working new there's new faces right and and chemistry is not there if we lack the chemistry that will that will break us that will break us and and we're allowing these big gash like communications issues we can't have that we can't have that so that's what's going to break us this year what's going to make us is the fact that we brought in i believe we brought in the right pieces i believe we will not have those chemistry issues i think we'll be right on lockstep where we're supposed to be and that will be a freaking problem for the league that's a big problem for the league i'm gonna tell you that right now my man Namdi says yo what will break us is if our o-line doesn't come to play against that rams d-line hey we're gonna get into that we're gonna get into that Namdi. don't you don't you jump ahead of the game bro don't jump ahead of the game my man matt 716 says your passing way doesn't uh hold on a second passing passing way doesn't up you to the number one Yes, it's tragic, but it don't take away from MJ never left the Bulls. Boy, you talking about you talking about basketball? I shouldn't. I should have read my shit before I got to you. Moving on. I don't want to. I don't want to take away from what we got going here. All right. So moving on. The O line room. What makes or breaks this O line? Here's the beautiful thing about it. We didn't really lose anybody of value, in my opinion. Right. Darrell Williams is gone. He had his struggles. You know what I'm saying? And naturally, he's supposed to be a right tackle. They moved him into the right guard position. Now we bring in Roger Saffold. Then we have Ryan Bates, Ricky. So to me, the O-line got slightly better. But here's the thing. Roger, Roger Saffold, although pro bowler, yes. A mammoth of a man, yes. He's a mauler, yes. Not a great pass blocker, all right? He's 34 years of age. I'm not saying he's yes, that's an, an old, an old man, but he's older. You know what I'm saying? The body doesn't, you know what I'm saying? The body doesn't, 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 uh, doesn't react the same way. You know what I mean? To to the to the the onslaught of just violence gonna be coming your way. So we make we make a giant leap if Roger Saffold comes in. You know what I'm saying? Rejuvenated at age 34. He's ready to go. He gets back into Pro Bowl shape, and he's right back into it. But if we get an older 34-year-old that is struggling, that just can't get it together, or something's just not working out, that's a problem. That's a big problem, because backing up is the injured Ike Butker. Backing up is Cody Ford. Are you guys, are you guys content with that? I certainly am not. I certainly am not. So we need a Roger Saffold that is in prime shape, right? Questenberry, uh, somebody said, what about Questenberry? Questenberry is, is, a, is a tackle. He's a swing. He's a swing guy. If he, I don't know if he's ever played guard. I don't know if he's a guard guy, but I, I understand that he's a, he's a right tackle to left tackle type of guy. So if, in fact, Questenberry is ready to go, I have no idea. I couldn't tell you. I don't know how... How I mean, I, I've heard good things about Questenberry, but starter material, that's a whole different ballgame. That's a whole different ballgame for me. And then we just brought in Van Rotten. So I couldn't tell you much about Van Rotten, but we are dialing all the way in on Saffold. And here's another thing, too. Saffold, not only is he older, but he's had some history of injuries. So if those, I mean, we have a fantastic media, excuse me, media. We have a fantastic medical staff. We certainly do. You know what I'm saying? But I, I'll, I'll say this, man. If Roger Saffold is not the player that 
I think we are getting, that's a big problem. Now, we have a super elite quarterback in Josh Allen. Josh Allen just knows how to navigate in the trenches. He knows how to move his feet. His mechanics are on par. I don't have an issue with that. But this year was supposed to make life easier. Life easier for Josh Allen, not difficult. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that that is not going to be the issue with Roger Saffold and he comes in. I already know Ricky Bates is coming in and he's coming in hot. He's still young. I think he's what, 25 years old, give or take, right? He's still very young and he's going to be a, a piece on this team for, for some, some time now, which I'm, I'm thrilled about. Next to Deion Dawkins, I'm, lo I'm loving it. But that Roger Saffold, that one is the one that I'm like, mm, it looks good on paper. But are we going to get the Roger Saffold that we think we're getting? That's got me. That's got me thinking a little bit. By the way, Questenberry is Questenberry. I thought he was a swing tackle. I could be wrong. Uh, Saffold and Questenberry pushed our D line around last year. Not only did we snag them, uh, we also took them from a team we have trouble with. We absolutely did. We one thousand percent did for sure. Um, is is he a center guard? I was under the impression he was a right tackle. Maybe I got to do my research a little more on Questenberry. Um, but nonetheless, we do have him on the squad. I'll find out where he actually fits. But my main concern is, are we going to get the Roger Saffold that the league is aware of? The one that was on the Rams, right? The one that was, you know what I'm saying, that dude. So, I mean, we gotta, we get, we'll see what we get. But that certainly can really break us. Now, if we get the Saffold that I think we're getting, the one that's going to push you, the one that's going to maul you, that's going to put you into the dirt, that's going to, you know what I'm saying, have a great side of protecting our guy, Josh Allen, and opens up the run game. Now, we're breaking out. That is going to make us get to the Super Bowl. That is no question. That's not, that's not even, a, that's a no-brainer. So, if we get that guy, that opens up everything. That gives Josh Allen time. That gives Devin Singletary and Zach Moss their ability to run and do what they do. My goodness, that'll be great. And on top of that, don't forget we have Mance. And thank you, Matt716. Mance is the guard center. He's the guard center that's going to be uh, right behind Mitch Morse. So that'll be interesting as well because we obviously, uh, Feliciano has gone to the Giants. So it makes all the difference right there. You're absolutely right about Mance. All right. Um, now, another development that's got to be key, and that's Spencer Brown. So a lot of folks are loving Spencer Brown. And I do too. I'm a fan of Spencer Brown. He's a mammoth of a man. Uh, he was a steal in the third round at right tackle, and you can't go wrong with him. And he's learning, and he's still learning and getting better. But we all always hear about that second-year sophomore slump that people get, right? Where something, they just hit a wall. It's just, it's just, it's, they're not the same player. I'm hoping that we don't have to go through that. The wonderful thing about that is we don't have Bobby Johnson as our as our O-line coach. I'm not saying that he's some poo-poo, you know what I'm saying? But I also didn't really see much improvement in our line. I did not. I just saw guys using their talents to do what they do, but just nobody really elevated. And I'm talking about guys like Cody Ford. I'm talking, I'm talking about the, the likes of those guys, right? Cody Ford is the biggest one that I expected way more out of and we got nothing, right? And Bobby G, Bobby G's been with this guy this whole time. So Bobby J, excuse me. So what, what's going on? What, what gifts, right? So Spencer Brown is another guy that makes or breaks us this year, right? Because if he takes that sophomore slump, 
and Roger Saffold is not the guy we want, we have questions at the right side of the line. We can't afford to have any questions. Here's what, here's what makes us get to where we need to. Spencer Brown comes in and has all the experience from year one. Side Right beside Roger Saffold, the veteran guy in this game. And not only that, we have Aaron Cromer coming in. That's going to be teaching new things to these guys. Guys, things that they may not have learned the first year that Spencer Brown was in the game. So you got a guy like Cromer coming in. Fam, we're on the money. That will definitely make us get to where we need to. We've got some, we got this potential for it to not go great with, you know, I mean, an older guy and a guy going to his second year. That could be a recipe for disaster, but I can't see management. I can't see front office doing us dirty like that, right? I see big things coming from Spencer Brown, and that's what makes us this year that get getting us to the next step. So having Deion Dawkins, Ricky Bates, Mitch Morse, Roger Saffold, and a second year player in Spencer Brown with a new, a new offensive coordinator, Aaron Cromer. That's a recipe for success that I see. I really hope that plans out because that line right there will get us to where we need to, right? Especially in the run game. That's the biggest one because a lot of times we were stifled in the run game. We just couldn't do anything, right? We have some good, capable backs in the backfield, but there are moments where we just got bullied in the trenches. We just couldn't do a damn thing. So now we've got some men up front. We got some big boys up front. We got some maulers up front that don't, are not afraid to get dirty. Let's get it. That's the way I look at it. So, folks, are you with me? And if you are with me, in the chat, give me one of those emojis. Give me a thumbs up. Give me a fire, fireball. Give me all that stuff. Give me all that smoke, and let's get this thing going. So smash that like while you guys are in here. This is the Buffalo Fanatics brought to you by your boy, Rico. Let's, let's, let's do it, man. So moving on. I move my phone over when I actually really do need my phone. So the run game. Making and breaking. Here it is, folks. Let me let me just keep it real with you. Devin Singletary had a solid year. He did. Did he? Is he that dynamic back that I personally would want? No. The one back that I felt that would have been the game breaker that breaks everything open. He's on the Jets. Can't do anything about that. However, however, I was extremely encouraged. With And I think we all feel the same way. Extremely encouraged with how Devin Singletary ended the year. He ended the year strong, right? 800, or I think he ended the year with 832 or 807, 830 yards rushing, give or take. I'll get the, I'll get the specific stats. That's number one, all right? <laughs> My man Silas in the building. What up, Silas? Silas like, hey, man, Mortar is an RB1, fam. Don't play with me. I got you. I got you. So, I'm looking at this run game, but really what makes or breaks us is not Devin Singletary. It's not necessarily Devin Singletary, but to, to my dismay, I'm not a fan of this. I don't like this whole two-back system. I like a one-back guy that does it all, like your Ladanian Tomlinson's, your Marshall Fulks, you know what I'm saying? Like them type of cats, but that's not the way the game is today. I mean, it's two-back system, and it's very rare that you have a one-back guy like a Derrick Henry, if you will. So this is what it is. So you, you, can't, have, you can't be in a two-back system when your second back is not pulling his weight. And this is where Zach Moss comes in. Zach Moss needs to show up, 
right? And I've mentioned this before, so I sound like a broken record, but my man needs to show up because he did not have the year that he needed to have last year. For crying out loud, we drafted this man in the third round. And I, that's, 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 that's first 90 picks, fam, you've got to be able to contribute. I need you to contribute. We needed you to contribute. They pushed you to be that number one guy. But Devin Singletary had different, he had a different story for you. He's like, nah, fam, I'm not ready to give you, I'm not ready to concede that number one spot. And Devin Singletary has earned everything he's gotten to this day. But Zach Moss, on the other hand, I need more from Zach Moss. And we become a better team if Zach Moss shows up. If he shows up, fam, this is a different offense. Zach Moss, the last two seasons for the Bills, man, 208 carries, modest, right? He's got 100 carries a year, 826 yards, 37, excuse me, 826 yards, 37 catches for 292 yards and has 10 touchdowns. There's so much potential with this guy. So much damn potential for crying out loud. I, I need him to put it together. If he puts it together, fam, this, this two-headed monster, three-headed monster with James Cook, that could be problems for this team. You won't know what's coming your way. But if he doesn't have the year that we need him to have, now it's just, it's just a Devin Singletary show. And it's a two-back system. We need, we, we, we need something. That's why they brought in James Cook. So James Cook coming in now gives you a different angle to this game. And I'm not ready to say Zach who. I'm not ready. I'm not ready yet, Don Handsome. I'm not ready to say Zach who. Zach Moss still deserves that love. And I think that if he gives us what we need from him, we got it. We got it, man. I don't want to hear that, oh, he just doesn't get it. He does doesn't get it, fam. He's been doing this for so damn long, man. We just need coaching that gets to him. Change your level of coaching up. And I got a clip. That's that that is apropos to what I'm talking about when it comes to coaching and coaching players, coaching players up. Right. But we'll get into that. But huge, huge developments need to happen from Zach Moss. Year two to year three. This is where you need to bring it. And year three. Like, I mean, I just talked about sophomore slump. Did I not just talk about sophomore slump? Right. Maybe this was Zach Moss's sophomore slump. Maybe he was the, the injuries and, and him being the second slot guy. Maybe that messed with his mental, right? We need, you to mental, we, need to, we need you to be mentally strong going forward. So maybe year three is the breakout year. And what are, what are we calling the show? It's the break. Yeah, listen, we need to make or break, right? So my man needs to break out and allow us to make it all the way up into the Super Bowl. It's just, just what it is. This is it. Because I'll tell you right now. Here's how this is going to go. And this is just me putting it out there. If Zach Moss doesn't give us what we and that what we feel he's capable of doing, we're in a predicament. It's either we're giving Devin Singletary a new contract, a second contract, and it's going to be the Devin Singletary and James Cook show. Or if Zach Moss comes in and has a breakout year, Devin going into his final year may not be retained. It's going to be the Zach Moss and James Cook show. And that tandem right there where you got some power and you have some speed is lovely. But I'm not ready to give up on that, man. I have a feeling that we can all make it work this year. And this is the year that we put it together. So Zach Moss is a big year for you. It's a huge year for you. Get it together, baby. Let's go. Here's the deal. 
before I move away from Zach Moss, I got to give love to Devin Singletary. You got to. There's times I've been a little hard on Devin Singletary. I get it. But you, you can't, you got to call spade a spade. And he, he came in and did his thing at the final, the finale of the season. He did his thing. Devin Singletary, the last three seasons, 495 carries, 2,300 yards, 107 catches, and 691 yards. And he's got 14 touchdowns. And that was him sharing the rock with Frank Gore. That was him sharing the rock with Zach Moss. And they were pushing Zach Moss to be that guy. And then last year, he had another, what, 800 yards? I'm looking at his, his production. Rookie year, 775. Second year, 687. Third year, 870. So he was 130 yards shy from getting 1,000 yards, baby. You, you got to give him his love. I, I got to. You got no choice. The, the thing is right there for him. So is he motivated as ever to jump into year four? I mean, shoot, when I got a chance to sit down and talk to him, we, me and my man z he is as cool as they come. You know what I'm saying? Not too high, certainly not low, just cool. So, and that's his demeanor. And when I asked him about, man, you're sharing the rock with James Cook now. You got Zach Moss. Like, fam, aren't you like itching to get more touches? He's like, man, it's about your opportunities. Take advantage of your opportunities. And everything takes care of itself. Well, if you like competition, competition is coming for your ass because all these boys are all from South Florida and there's competition now. It is the competition now. James Cook is coming in as a rookie. Maybe he has aspirations to being rookie of the year. Maybe, you mean, Zach Moss is like, all right, man, I'm done with this, man. I'm going to do me. I got to do what I got to do, what I did when I was in Utah. Let's go. And Devin Singletary is like, yo, I'm going to year four. I'm trying to get my money. So this should be a room motivated. This should be a motivated RB room to have success. I can't see this failing, especially with the addition of Roger Saffold. And we got a Mahler and Spencer Brown. Let's go, fam. There's no more. There's no more playing games, man. We got to do this shit. Now you got me cussing. Dang, let's go. So anyway, the running back room, so much potential in that room, man. So many things can be done. I just hope that we all put it together. You know what I'm saying? Our offensive corner, our offensive corner, Ken Dorsey has a great balance. You know what I'm saying? He's got a big task this year, balancing everything. Right? Enough throws. Enough. Touches for Josh Allen, obviously the, the general. Enough touches for the RBs and enough touches for the receivers. Man, put it together. Put it together. Moving on. Making a break in this year. The linebacker room. And I got I only I only got one name for the linebacker room. Who is it? Who am I, who am I naming? Who am I naming in that linebacker room that's that that makes or breaks us this year? Huh? Anybody know? Tyrell Dotson? Is that who I'm thinking of? <laughs> who is it? Is it London Fletcher? Did he come back? You guys already know who I'm talking about. Trey. Tremaine Edmonds. What's good, Tremaine? Tremaine. Big freaking year. I don't need to talk about it. You just need to be about it. We have... Made some additions to this team that I can't see you not having success this year. I just can't. Fam, 
you we brought in Von Miller. We drafted Greg Rousseau the year prior to that. We have Ed Oliver that's coming into his own, got his fifth-year deal. So did you. Daquan Jones, Tim Settle, Jordan Phillips, Shaq Lawson, AJ Epinesa. Like, fam, what more do you want? You need a huge year. Ah, uh, you know, I'm just coming in and do what I no, no, no. I don't want to. I'm just coming in to, you know, you're coming in to wreck shit. That's what you're coming to do. We need your ass. Massive year. Milano's going to be there, right? But the scrutiny has always been on Tremaine Edmonds. First-round draft pick. You have some games where you're on the money, and you have some games where you disappear. We're like, yo, where you at? But I'm confident that with the additions on the D-line, we got rid of some dead weight. This should allow you to just flourish. This should allow you to scrape. This should allow you to just beeline. This should allow you to play free. You should be able to play free this year. And that should get you your long-term deal, and we keep the knit group together. You make us or break this year, man. We go against some tough teams this year with solid run games. First, we got to deal with, let me flip my pages here. If you guys hear some pages flipping around. We go against Cam. I already talked about Cam Akers, and we go up against King Henry, we go up against Raheem Mostert, and I don't care what anybody tells me, Raheem Mostert can still play, and if he's is if he's healthy like I think he's going to be, pay attention. Raheem Mostert, we go against the Ravens, that Ravens always have a fantastic run game. We need discipline from you. We need discipline from the whole team, but you're the middle linebacker. You are the thing that keeps everything together, fam. We're talking to you, right? We go up against the Steelers with Najee Harris. You think Najee Harris is just going to push over? Fam, no way. No way, right? We go to Green Bay. You got Aaron Jones. You got A.J. Dillon. We have some running backs coming our way. We have to be ready, I'm telling you right now, because if we start getting gassed up, that's a problem. I already talked about the D-line. The D-line knows what they got to do. Now it's on you. You're reading everything. You're calling the plays. You're making sure everybody's aligned and ready where they're supposed to be. We go up against the Jets. The Jets just got Brees Hall. You already know how I feel about Brees Hall. Then we go up against Dalvin Cook. Then we go up against the Browns with that freaking Kareem Hunt and Chubb. Fam, we are going up against a gauntlet of running backs this year. Lions, you know what I'm saying? They got, they got a decent they got a decent crew out there, right? Patriots, I'm not really tripping on the Patriots, right? We place the Jets again, the Dolphins against the Bears. The Bears are nothing. The Bengals with Mixon. And then we got the Patriots again. Fam, we have got to be able to get our act together. And right now, if we, if we, I'm telling right now, we show up that run. We, we become stout in stopping the run. And it starts with our, our trenches, of course. But you are the main guy that puts everybody in our place. Tremaine Emmons is a big year. This is a big year. You make or break us this year, man. And I'm not talking about having success. We're going to have success no matter what. I'm talking about Super Bowl. We need that Super Bowl. And this is the, listen, the window is as big as it's going to get when you have a guy like Josh Allen. But you already know how this game is played, man. You want to get paid, you got to, you got to, you know what I'm saying? You got to do what you got to do. So I'm, 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 listen, man, my man Jeff King said it right. Trey better grab them nuts 
and either let them hang or tuck them like like Buffalo Bill in Silence of the Lamb. Step the up. Straight up. Let your nuts hang, my G. You know what I'm saying? Let, let your nuts hang and do what you do. High and tight doesn't work. You know what I mean? We're not in a cold swimming pool. You know what I'm saying? You out there. You have to be the shark. You got to be the shark, man. We need that from you. Let's make a break. Tremaine, we need your ass. Because when Tremaine is on, it's over. Sideline to sideline. The boy can run. You got Von Miller on your side, fam. You you take advantage of the pieces that Brandon Bean has brought to the squad, man. Big baller Bean is doing what he's supposed to do. We just got to finish. What have I been telling y'all? What do I have, what the heck have I been telling y'all for the last couple of years? Finish! You know what I'm saying? How dare you not finish? If I take you somewhere to eat and you ask me, let me get the surf and turf. Oh, shit, you want the surf and turf? All right, cool. And you take it. And you take a bite. I'm full. No, you better finish that plate. So, Trey and Evans, you better finish every plate. Taking time. Listen, man, the one play that stands out to me, that stands out to me, and, I'm, and I, I don't know why, but it's, it's burned into my memory, is we're playing the Bucks. And Leonard Fournette and you, it's one-on-one. And you whiffed on that. I cannot believe it. I, it's, it's burned into my brain. You, have, you can make up for it this year. You can make up for it. We just need that from you. We just need that from you. Finish what's on your goddamn plate. You feel me? I digress. I'm done. I'm just saying, Tremaine, big year for Tremaine. And I'm a fan of Tremaine. I don't, he gets a lot of scrutiny from people. He gets a lot of scrutiny from people, but I'm a fan. And I need him to have a big year. A big year. And you know what else is huge? The fact that we got a new member called Season Beast. <laughs> bing, biggity, bing, let's go. Welcome to the Bing Squad, my G. Season Beast, welcome. Let's go, folks. Should I keep the same energy? Can we keep going? Let's keep, let's keep it rocking. Let's keep it going. Next up. Making or breaking the bills to get to the Super Bowl. The secondary. The secondary is huge. Because that is the bread and butter of our defense. The bread and butter of our defense. You know what? I like this. This defense, Tremaine Edmonds, Von Miller, we need to show up this season. Everybody's already talking about, oh, the Bills think they're the shit. The Bills think they're this. You know what? Then F it. Big dick energy. That's why we got to walk around and slang that thing all over the place. Slang it on the Rams. Slang it on the freaking Titans. Walk in, F shit up, and leave. If they're already talking like we the we big shit, then you know what? Then prove it. Show them. Put them in a wheelchair. Am I getting too graphic? I apologize. You feel me? But you guys already catch what I'm trying to say. If we're going to do it, go all the way out. Win that damn championship, man. It's so damn hard to get to a championship. And this is why I, I had somebody remind me of the damn Bills going to the Super Bowl four straight times. And I'm thinking, and I re- I'm sitting there thinking about it. To go four straight times, one time is already hard enough to be there. But to go four straight and I'm, not, I'm not, and I'm not even talking about, like, losing, losing four straight. It's just the fact that you can make it to four straight. How many things have you guys ever done 
four in a row where you won something four in a row or um i don't know like you're you're making you're you're shooting you're shooting hoops and you make four shots in a row it's happened but like when you make four in a row that's when you know you hot okay you got it right it's so difficult right winning something four in a row fam like we have an opportunity folks that's all i'm saying you got me all excited you got we have an opportunity you know what i'm saying we have the team we have one of the best rosters in the game. Take full advantage. Bring that energy. Bring it all. And if it's got to be the big dick energy, shit, bring that big dick energy. Wifey got me being inappropriate right now. Stop doing that. D. Rollins says, yo, you start acting like the king of the court. I'm telling you, man, you make four straight shots. Yo, bring, give me the rock, man. You already set up. You're not even, you're not even, you sitting, this is your pose. You're just waiting for, kick it out to me, man. Oh, are you, you're not even, it's automatic. You're not even thinking. It's this, it's up and go. I'm just saying. You guys already know what it is. D. Hansen says, yo, state champs understand four years straight. Check the tape. Hey, yo. <laughs> D. Hansen, D. Hansen talks some shit right now. But guess what, D. Hansen? How hard was that to do? You know what I'm saying? How hard was that? Four straight. That's tough, man. So you got to give it to the 90s Bills for going four straight. And how difficult it is. So, fellas, to get, we, you had, we had four cracks at it. So take the advantage right now. You have the best roster that this team has had in a long time. Yo, finish. We got to finish. Now, next up, the secondary. By the way, if I'm talking shit, you know what I mean? Drop a potato. You know what I'm saying? You a you a dud. Drop a potato. But if you if you if I'm resonating with some of you folks, you know what I'm saying? Smash that like number one. Subscribe if you haven't subscribed. You know what I'm saying? And throw me some emojis in the chat and let's rock. Last but not least, the secondary. To me, that's one of the most important. Actually, it's the it's the it's an important piece to this to the success that we have this year. I gotta watch my time. I have 55 minutes. Here we go. Jordan Poyer, his contract looming is big. I know he showed up to, you know what I'm saying, mini camp or the, 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 what do you call it, the mandatory. I get it. But it doesn't mean he's going to show up for training camp. Because he still needs that contract. You did not get a new agent for you to just show up and play. If you did, to me, that's a fail. What was the point of getting a new agent? Because, you know, next year, they're just going to say, if you don't get your deal today, I mean, this year, next year, it's just going to be, we're going to move on because it's just what it is. You're in the last year of your deal. Cool. Or the second, I think he's got two years left. So I'm looking at Jordan Poyer. Statistics are nasty, right? The last three years, let's talk about Jordan Poirier the last three years and what he means to this team. He means a lot to this team. And let's not get it twisted. I don't know why we're messing around and not giving this man the deal that he deserves because we all know, we all know when a team wants to win and they want to pay a player, they will pay. There's no ands, ifs, or buts. Look around the league. I don't know how the Saints got out of the cap hell they were in, but they were able to pay some players and, and move things around and do what they do. Look at the Rams. 
F them picks, right? You know what I'm saying? They're paying people left, right, center. I told you how they do it. If an owner wants to make it happen, they can. So how important is it for you to bring Jordan Poirier back? Why are we playing this whole back and forth, this little game y'all playing? Get the deal done. But y'all still effing around. My man, Truth to Hearts. What's up, man? It's been a while since I see you, my G. Rico, it's more likely that, the, that every team who haven't won a Super Bowl will, will win one before the next team repeats four trips to the Super Bowl. I tell people this all the time. That's a good point. I hope we're, I hope we're there. <laughs> I, I hope we'll become that. That's that one team that wins one at least in my lifetime. Just give me one. Just give me one. Especially now the restrictions are down. Canadians can travel left, right, center now for now until Trudeau decides to, you know what I'm saying, F things up again. But fam, give me one so I can get to Buffalo and party with y'all, man. But moving back onto my guy, Joe Import. The last three years, right? First of all, let's talk about longevity. Let's talk about being available, right? 2018, he paid 16 games. Jordan Poirier, 2017, 16 games. He's played 16 games four years straight, all right? 2018, 70, 73 tackles. 2019, 71 tackles. 2020, 91 tackles. In 2021, 66 tackles, all right? He had two sacks in 2018. Once, this is a safety, folks. One sack in 19, two sacks in 20, and three sacks in 2021. Interceptions, he had four in 2018, two in 19, two in 20, and five picks in 2021. Tell me he didn't deserve that. Tell me he's not getting better. Yes, I know he's a little older. But if you can play, you can play. Fam, what are we waiting for? Because if you don't bring in Jordan Poyer, and he decides to say, I'm not playing until I get a deal, that slows us down. That, that doesn't make us. It doesn't, it doesn't propel us forward to winning this whole thing. We were already down Trey White. We can't be down Trey White and Jordan Poyer starting the season. I'm sorry, but that's not a recipe for success, especially with this defense. I know we're very solid defense. I know Coach McDermott is a hell of a coach, but that's not a recipe for success if you can't get your guys on the field. And Jordan Poyer, a key cognitive, a key spot, a key player on this team, and then you've got a recovering Trey White. That doesn't do it for us. It doesn't. Folks, what are we doing? Pay this man. Pay this man. What are we waiting for? Get the deal done. Make sure it's 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 perfect for you and perfect for the squad, and let's keep it pushing. But if he doesn't play and he holds out, it it, it hurts us. It hurts us. I know we have DeMar Hamlin. I know we have Josh Thomas. I know we have Jaquan Johnson. I know we have uh, Saran Neal. We have some guys on this squad. But they're not. Jordan Poirier. He brings a different energy to the field. Am I looking forward to seeing a DeMar Hamlin? When it's his time? Absolutely. But it's still Jordan Poirier's time. 
My man Brian Freedom's like, yo, stop it. Jordan Poirier is slow. Watch 13 seconds. Brian Freedom, if you watch the whole freaking play, first and foremost, Brian Freedom, did you know who caught the freaking ball? Tyreek Hill. I could have gave you a 25-yard gap, and I said, you got to cut the angle off. I guarantee you, Brian Freedom, he will run free to the end zone because you still won't be able to get his ass. So to say 13 seconds, he pour your slow, it's about angles, my G. Tell me you haven't played football by telling me something like that. It's angles and it's pure athleticism. When you got a freak in Tyreek Hill, there's not a whole lot you could do. He'll just run by you and give you the deuces. But to say, oh, Jordan Poirier slow and putting it on Jordan Poirier, fam. Did you see Micah Hyde? Did you see Dane Jackson? Did you see everybody? Everybody got blown out. Come on, fam. Don't do that. You're better than that, Brian Freedom. You're better than that. So, for me, big piece, Jordan, Jordan Poirier, to bring his ass back. If we don't, that hinders us from getting to where we need to do and getting where we need to go, right? Kyer Elam and Dane Jackson. Like I said, this secondary is going to make or break it this year because Trey White is not back yet. Kyer Elam is a rookie. They're going to throw a whole lot of stuff at this rookie. And if we don't have Poyer and Hyde together to, to, to mask our rookie, we're not, we're, not ha- we're not asking for, we're not getting a lot of success doing that. That's all you need, everybody. So Kyer Elam, if he comes in and he's, and he's legit from the jump, Wonderful. But the chances are rookies are going to make mistakes. So they're going to try to go at it. They're going to try to go at his ass. Not only that, you got Dane Jackson going into his third year. I'm not saying that he ain't going to be ready for it. He's got some experience under him, but he's also the third, the third cornerback on this squad. So we have some, some, we have a strong rookie. Don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day, we're going up against first Quirk Cup. We're going up against freaking Robinson, Tyler Higby. Fam. We got we got some things that we've got to we've got to handle. We're going to we're going to be we're going to be tested. But if we're going to be tested, we got to be ready for the test. And we have to have everybody there. I'm just saying. So Kyrie Elam, Dane Jackson could really break us. Or they can make us if they are ready for the challenge, especially if we don't know what's going on with Jordan Poyer. Keep that in mind, folks. That's huge. Last but not least, and I think this is the most important. Making or breaking us this year, this season, Sean McDermott. Head coach Sean McDermott. McDermott, the last two years, we failed. Let's just call it what it is. We haven't been able to get rid of him. Right. And the one team that keeps getting on your ass is the Chiefs. The Chiefs. Andy Reid. That's your your that's 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 your boy. That's the guy that you learn a lot from. Right. You started with him. And he's taking your he's taking you down twice. You got him once in the regular season, but we all know what what it means in the regular season. But really, really counts. We didn't capitalize. We and I'm being if I'm being real, we need a huge Step up from McDermott. McDermott needs to coach his ass off this year to make sure that we are in the prime positions. You did a great job by bringing in Aaron Cromer. 
you've you've got you've got Ken Dorsey that's going to be taking over the offensive side of the ball. So you've got a lot under your plate to make sure things go right. You're bringing in new guys. I get it. Cromer to me is an upgrade. We're going to find out what we have in Ken Dorsey. You know what I'm saying? You and Leslie Frazier have been in lockstep. You guys are on the same page. I don't have issues with that, but it comes to when it comes to the coaching, but it's getting over the hump when facing the Chiefs. Getting over the hump when facing, you know what I mean, the teams that we have issues and we've lost to. Titans. Getting over the hump on those big challenging teams that we got to play. We got to. We need a big step up from our head coach. You know what I'm saying? We know when McDermott has the team prepared because we come in and we are just unstoppable. We were absolutely prepared when we absolutely peppered the Patriots. That was preparation. He had that team ready because he knows the Patriots have been whooping ass for so long. He's like, not today. So take that energy and put it into freaking beating the damn Chiefs. Right? Because that's been our thorn in our side. If I'm keep if I'm not keeping it real, you guys let me know. But to me, that's the biggest one. McDermott is the big piece to this whole thing, man. And I'm not saying he's going anywhere, but you got teams that they're getting they're getting prepared for teams like us because we're we're up there now, and we we faced them all. We faced the Bengals, we faced the Chiefs, we faced Green Bay, we faced the Titans, we faced the Browns. You know what I'm saying? Like we faced the, the our whole AFC East, fam. I'm just saying, man. McDermott put it together. Matt seven one six says, "Do you think they'll get rid of McDermott?" Absolutely not. Absolutely not. They will not get rid of McDermott. And I don't see Pagula ever saying, "You're out of here," right? I don't see Brandon Bean saying, "You're out of here." That's a tandem that's going to be together for a long time. If I'm wrong, wow, that's a shocker. But I just cannot see those two departing anytime soon. We've had the Bills have been the most success successful in a long time. Why would you move on from a coach? Now, most people say, well, because he's not able to capitalize and get you where you get to, need to get to. Sometimes it just takes a little more time. But I need to see more improvement from my head coach that shows we are getting somewhere. And every year we've been to the dance and we've obviously moved on. So that tells me we are headed in the right direction. But at the end of the day, we need to win the whole thing. That's what it comes down to. Winning the whole thing and not making more mistakes against the same freaking team. We cannot go and lose to the Chiefs again in the playoffs. That's three straight times. We cannot. Can't do it. Shout out to my man Silas Widows to, hey, this is the year we beat KC when it counts. When it counts, that's the key part. We load it in every way, in every situational package. This needs to be our year. 13 and four, number one seed. Listen, Silas, if I can put that out there into the universe, bro, you know I'm with it. You know I'm with it. But we're going to keep it that way, man. Janet Carlson says, hey, isn't McDermott the second winningest coach in franchise history? And not to, not to, not to discredit what you're saying, Jenna, at all. It's funny you have my, you have my wife's name. But like being the second one is in, in history, but with no Super Bowl, great. I need that Super Bowl. Give me that damn Lombardi. You know what I'm saying? And 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 then I want to see all these Bills fans get their Bills tattoos, and I can laugh at y'all. But anyways, all is good. But the way I look at it is this, man. 
you need you need to get on it this year, man. This this we got to. You got Von Miller for the next two three years. I just need to see something, man. Even if we go to it, I mean, you guys have already heard me say it. It's not enough for us to go to the Super Bowl. We have to win it because if we don't win it, you already know what's coming our way. <laughs> you already know what's coming our way, man. I'm not even going to say it. You already know what's coming our way. So let's not do that. So, folks, those were my make or breaks this year. Head coach McDermott with the slew of coaches he's brought on, who's promoted. It's huge. You got to do it. It's big. So big, successful year coming this way, and we can all put it together. Jordan Poirier comes back, Kyrie Elam. And he holds it down. Trey White comes back better than ever. Tremaine Edmonds has a monster year. The run game is just rolling. And I didn't, and, and there's one name I have not even mentioned because I know he's going to ball out. Josh Allen is going to be that dude. There's no question. You know what I'm saying? Everybody just better mount up. Mount up next to him because we rolling. We rolling. And we ain't stopping for shit. We ain't circling anything, man. Get off the damn thing and hoist that Lombardi. Stop circling the playoffs, and, and then when we're, we get eliminated, we circle back out. No, 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 no. We're going to circle that bitch and get to the Super Bowl and get off the damn wagon and lift that damn Lombardi. That's it for me. Folks, appreciate y'all. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I got another week that I'll be doing this for you guys, and then I got to go on vacay with the fam. We'll be traveling and all that stuff. I say we traveling. We just go back to, you know what I'm saying, Ontario. You know what I'm saying? And uh, much appreciated. I'll let you, we will let you guys know the schedule. um, Because, I mean, this is where people are going on vacation and stuff like that. So we're going to figure things out. But we appreciate you guys holding it down and showing support and and giving us your time and viewing. It's not easy to sit here for an hour and just listen to me babble or listen to my man Rev babble and listen to freaking Z-Bob babble. You feel me? I say babble, but you know what I'm talking about. So we appreciate y'all. Enjoy the rest of the evening. We will catch you on the flip side. And like I always say, man, be kind to one another, man. We are, we can make all the difference in just being that one person that, you know, makes somebody else's day. You feel me? Could be a small compliment. Could be a freaking pat on the shoulder. Could be a hug. Whatever it is, man. Do what you do. So that's it for me, folks. You guys have yourself a fantastic rest of the week. And we'll catch you on Friday. Or maybe Thursday. Catch you on the flip side. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy. Back at it again, and I'm out. And we'll catch you on the flip. You guys have a good night now. Peace. Let's go. I'm looking for my finger. Here we go. Out.
sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.